Hello and welcome to my podcast on marketing Nairn County, a non-league Scottish football club. My name is Michael and I'm taking you through life marketing a non-league Scottish football team working on next to no budget. Oh, and also doing it remotely, over three hours drive away from the town. Let's get into it. So a wee bit more about Nairn County. The club's official nickname is The Wee County. The club's badge and, and such like all references that the club was formed in 1914. Having now read the club history book, I actually believe the latest reincarnation of the club was in 1909 and 1914 was the year registered to play in the Highland League. It wouldn't actually be until 1919 we actually played our first Highland League game due to the First World War. Football in the town is documented as far back as the 1880s and there was various versions of Nairn County and a team called Nairn Thistle before the current club was founded. The club playing yellow as our home shirt and our away shirts have varied in colour. Uh, most recently, uh, we've been playing in red and that is a nod to the home colours from yesteryear. Former players at the club have included Scotland striker John McGinley, former Inverness and Aberdeen manager Steve Pelly patterson Extend United and Celtic midfielder David Hanna, and our all-time record goal scorer, Davey Johnson, who has also played with Aberdeen. Last podcast, I went through the initial marketing plan shared with the committee. This time around, we'll talk about trying to make things easier for fans online and digital marketing. Here are just some of the things I identified we needed to improve. The website. This will be an episode on its own, but we have the same we've had the same website for a long time and unfortunately it had run its course. Ticketing. The only way to attend a game at Station Park has been a cash gate. Which you know which is fine for regular match goers who are used to it and prefer cash, but for new and younger fans, we needed to put something else in place to complement the cash gate. Season tickets, again, a very traditional method of paying and collecting in person. We wanted to do something again that complemented this as, as much as we could. And then there was our 50-50 uh, monthly draw sign-up. So up until now, to take part in a 50-50 draw, you needed to fill in a form, then hand it in to someone, which is all great if you live in there, but not, not great for those further afield. In digital advertising, I'll speak about email in a separate podcast, but we had things like our Club 1914 membership, or should that really be Club 1909, uh, and, and matches, etc., that we would rely on the odd organic social post to promote, but it, it was potentially something we needed to look at. So if we start with ticketing, believe it or not, it was quite easy to find a provider that was suitable for a club in their own size. I had been familiar um, with Fanbase through Alistair and Michael Crawley being on the Sports Marketing podcast and being some things I'd seen online. A bit, so when I decided that we were going to go down this route, I visited their website, I booked in a demo, and the guys took me through what it could do and what they had in the pipeline. You know, what initially stood out for me, apart from the lack of big fees to use this, was that the platform cut all the BS and provided a brilliant opportunity for anyone to buy a digital ticket in advance for the club. Fans have the option to download the Fanbase app, and I believe larger clubs have their own white-labeled app that they can use or they can follow a link to buy as a guest uh, via their browser. At our end, 
there's a there's a guy called Skush who mans the gate and he could use his phone to scan tickets and we could go into the dashboard and get all the information we needed, create marketing lists and such like. Since we first took fan base on board, they've also added on hospitality and season tickets. Um, and we're just looking at membership just now as well. I'll be the first to admit that we don't even use fan base to its full potential yet. We haven't tried push notifications or set up things like fan queue or fan videos when someone buys a, a ticket. And it's something that is on a list um, that we'll, we will get around to doing, but it's some great features that if you've got the time and resource to use, um, I would definitely recommend using them. You know, you see some clubs talk about going completely cashless, etc. And, you know, we've no plans to remove the cash gate option at the ground. Um, you know, we are seeing small numbers by digital tickets, but it's increasing at our end. We've put our season tickets on it for the first time this season and sold a few, which was encouraging. You know, for me at this stage with our fans, it is about making things as easy and convenient as possible, giving people the option. I know speaking to the guys that Scottish clubs like Clyde Bank, fellow, uh, who are also a non-league side, as well as Dunbar United, who are the same, are going great guns on it, you know, and they're getting some decent sales. And, and Clyde Bank's uh, sold a, a really good number of, of season tickets um, using the fan base app. So, you know, for me, again, it, it suited New York County, but I generally believe at a club at any level, I, I would generally go and strongly uh, recommend fan base you know they're rolling out new features all the time including allocating seating and using fan base and having experience of it and, and, and speaking to the guys i believe in the product so much now that i actually joined their advisory board so if anyone one wants to chat about it in more detail hit me up believe me this isn't a a, a fan base sales pitch as such there is other providers out there um, within Scottish football, you know, that there's loads of different ones that are servicing different clubs up and down the pyramid. But I personally, having used fan base and having used different different ticketing systems in previous jobs, you know, for a good number of clubs up to a decent size, I, I would strongly recommend going and speak to the guys and at least get a feel for what, what they can offer. They will more than likely be able to reduce your fees um so yeah we'll, we'll stop there on the fan base chat but um it's it's definitely going go and give them a shout mentioned the 50 50 monthly draw one of the other things i was keen to get was our 50 50 monthly draw online people pay 12.50 every three months to enter the draw um half the pool goes to the club while the other half goes towards free prizes each month in the past five years, we have given away over £25,000 as a club to our fans. But over the last while, numbers have started to drop. Part of the problem with that is that we didn't have that much information on our website about it. We didn't promote it via social media. And the, far, the forms weren't always readily available. And, it, and basically, in all, it just seemed like a lot of work to fill in paperwork. Um, so... What we were also finding was that those that were filling in the forms weren't even getting processed correctly by the bank either. So, you know, a, a double whammy on that front that even if you managed to persuade somebody to complete the paperwork, we weren't um, we weren't getting it uh, to come through anyway. So looking at all the options out there, 
we were using or using gold cardless for our club 1914 membership and because that pretty work worked pretty well for for that i felt it would make sense to do the same for 50 50. the forms still exist um, but the option and convenience to do it online now also exists um, thanks to the pandemic of course qr codes have got a new lease of life so we've added one of them onto the paper form in case somebody wants to do it online and you know we ran a a stall at um, a local event within the town Nairn. So the, the Nairn Highland Games is the biggest um, social uh, date on the calendar. And we had a stall there and we were finding that people were just scanning QR codes um, there and then to do it. So there, there was merit in doing that, fortunately. Um, and then we also, you know, from a digital advertising point of view, it was great, you know, I, I said to the club, you know, I think we need to be doing some Facebook advertising and, and other little bits here and there to help see if we can encourage more people to, to come to the game. And we did this, actually. We started experimenting pre-new website, pre-fan base, but just putting a little bit of spend, we figured out that even with something like £50 spend um, on Facebook promoting some of the, the games that we thought were worthwhile, that we just needed to get five paying adults um, to come in that would cover uh, an additional five that would cover the cost and then they can maybe see Station Park for the first time. So we've done that. We did a little bit of paid advertising around Club 1914 in the new year, which generated a few new members. And I think it's, you know, Facebook for all its merits and everything else that's now, you know, predictions of its death and, and such like it still can work to, to an extent obviously there's different things going on with tracking and um, but for a club that has never done it before it was uh it was one that we wanted to do we didn't do it that often throughout the year and i think it's one that we'll be looking at and um, going into the, this future season of going right what is it that we wanted to promote specifically and what do we want to do and we'll put some spend behind it but it's definitely worth trialing it it, it worked to an extent for us and it was something as i said we'll, we'll be picking back up again and in, in, uh, across the course of the season finally for the podcast uh, and, and talking of things going digital unlike a lot of clubs we never really had a commercial brochure or at least something available online to tell you what our sponsorship offering was um you know, the first thing we did, and at the moment, we went for the quick fix with a branded PowerPoint, turned it into a PDF. We've uploaded to the website as well, shared on LinkedIn. Nothing rev revolutionary, as, you, as you'll as you hear. Um, and I'm sure there's plenty of people out there uh, that are doing it. I've seen plenty of examples of it, for example. You know, the, the next plan for this is let some, someone with better design skills than me um, jazz it up and, and we'll look at how we can lift some of that and put it onto the website. A short-ish podcast this time around, just looking at that, but I thought it was some some key areas to um, mention of some of the progress we're making and, and a lot of sometimes stuff that doesn't get seen by fans, but obviously makes the club's life a lot easier and, and hopefully um, generates some extra revenue. So on the next podcast, we'll be chatting about improving the club experience and PR opportunities. <laughs>